What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right. Linz. And what you need to know is that Shake Shack is embarking on a new chapter, which is fine dining. What? Things. Yep. Come on. The hamburger chain will be collaborating with Enrique Olvera, who's known for some of the best Mexican food in the U.S., to create an upscale menu, which is going to be served for a limited time at Shake Shack's Santa Monica location. It's going to be a three-course tasting menu, and it'll feature a burger topped with mayo made with chicanta ants, and served alongside sweet potato fries with guaca chile salsa. Mm. For desserts, uh, guests will enjoy vanilla frozen custard that has been hand spun with corn, cream, and topped with husk meringue. The tasting will take place, like I said, at the Santa Monica Shake Shack, but it's only on November 15th, and you can buy tickets for it on the Shake Shack website starting today. What date is it again? November 15th. Did you say ants? Yep. Chicanta ants. You mean like, like... Like the little insect ants? Mm-hmm. That's right. And is a Chikanta ant different than like another kind of ant? You know, Cap, you've always got these like crazy follow-up questions. Yeah, because I mean, I want to just say that no matter what it is, once you put an insect into it, I'm out of it. You want to know what it says in the description? Tell me. It says, Chikantas, flying ants that appear in Mexico after the first rains in the spring, are packed with protein and deliver an earthy, savory taste to dishes. Yeah, I know. I, people will eat insects and stuff. I won't. And I'm not really an overly exotic eater to begin with. But I think I've told the story that I was in Mexico City, and when they bring guacamole to the table, they put grasshoppers on the guacamole. And, I mean, it's just disgusting to look at. Well, you know? And this then people is like a eat sauce them. that's made from the ants, so it's not like, I don't think you'll be seeing actual ants like on your food, because I feel like that would not be very appetizing, yeah. but it's like and a they, sauce they made kinda, from They're them. like salty and kind of smoky. Like, they don't you, don't, you wouldn't even know. If I told you it was like a Mexican caper, you wouldn't know the difference. Yeah, that's fine, as long as I don't have to look at it. You see right, what I'm saying? but you wouldn't know what it is. When I, sh- when I showed it to you, you would think it's like a little seed. You'd be like, oh my gosh, there's ants in my food. Please send it back. You would never know it's an ant. <laughs> no, but like the grasshopper thing in the guacamole, I got to tell you guys, gross. That's like a big thing. I think in, uh, in, in, I don't know if it's either Houston or in Texas or um, the Texans ballpark. They have like grasshoppers and they like sell out of them all the time. One gross. Of the, one of the MLB ballparks, it's a big thing. Gross. Not hey guys, it. I've been to Thailand and on Th- in Thailand they have like like uh, insects on sticks and stuff like like tarantulas on sticks mm-hmm. in oh, Thailand. No, and I just no, no. Yeah. People are eating them all, you know, grasshoppers and crickets and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so like you're walking down one of those like bazaars or whatever they're called yeah. over there, yeah. right? And yeah. then they got the guy who's got like the snake and then he slices the snake's back and then the snake bleeds into a cup and then oh, you like God. do a shot of snake just... blood. And I'm like, gross. I'm not doing that. What if I just told you it was some sort of like fruit nectar and you didn't see the snake part of it? I just feel like the consistency and the temperature and the thickness of the blood would make me throw up. You know that blood's not that thick, right? Snake blood, George, very, very thick. I don't know if you know this or not. Cap knows from experience, you know, just like when he milks snakes. Right. I, I've milked snakes. I've bled snakes. And uh, it's a very thick You've sort of snakes. consistency. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm, I didn't. I haven't. But I just wanted to be right. When George, when George said the blood isn't very thick, I'm like, hey, you know, smart guy. Well, then blood I, in general is not that thick. No? No. Have you ever, like, uh, killed an animal out in the wild, and then you walk up to the animal, and you, you slice into it because, you know, it's your first kill, and then you go in, and they, they take a mug, and they take a whole bunch of blood, and they go, here, this is your first kill. You got to drink the blood. Have you ever had that happen before, George? No. 
Me neither. Um, but I've seen it. I mean, on like, you know, like shows and stuff. You know, and then people drink the blood and I'm like, ugh, gross. Okay. That's what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Good content right there from Morongo. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. You're not going to get that anywhere else. That's no, for sir. Sure. Uh, all right, real quick. So, look, man. Talk to me. Darvin Ham. Mm-hmm. I feel like this poor man has been put in 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 an inenviable position. Is that fair to say? Um kind of, but on the other hand, you know, there's only a finite number of these jobs and when you get them Can I get you, a pause for you real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Pepe Mantilla has uh text me, you know Pepe? See. Si. Yeah, of course of Lakers fame, the Spanish Oh, voice. I think of him as Game of Games fame. Well, that too, right? Yeah. He 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 he, he did it for La Raza last week. He beat mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says they eat tacos de chapulines, uh, cricket-like, uh, in Oaxaca, Mexico. See, si. yeah. yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is in Ciudad de Mexico, yeah. um, they brought the guacamole to the table, and it didn't matter how much Don Julio they put on the table in front of me. Um, I tried one of those grasshoppers, yeah. and they're gross. Yeah, in Ciudad de Mexico, DF. What's the DF Distrito part? Federal. That is the official name. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. See? See, I went to uh, the San Angel Inn. <laughs> and um, at the San Angel Inn... What were you doing down there? Were you conducting business? No, I was uh, down there. Believe it or not, George, uh, my son, in his senior year of high school, mm. played in an all-star game of like a bunch of kids from the United States, and they went down there to play a bunch of like grown men mm-hmm. from Mexico. Mm-hmm. And the grown men from Mexico beat the ever-living of hell out of these yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. It was fun. It was great. And I had a couple of friends that lived down there. So they're like, great, we'll have, a, we'll have an awesome time. And we went to all these great restaurants. Yeah. And every single meal, there was a bottle of Don Julio Reposado on the table. See. Si. And then they would bring out guacamole with grasshoppers. I'm like, sorry, guys, that's just not appetizing. Why don't you just move the grasshoppers out of the way and eat the guacamole? I did. Eventually, I ordered the, the appetizers. I'm like, can I, get the appet- can I get the guac without the, you know? And then no. they're like, they looked at you. Pfft. Right, 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 right. Gringo. Exactly. Gringo. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they did look at me as. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they did. No question about it. It's true. For reals. I'm telling you, man. Straight up. And you're like, yep, yep. That's me. Sorry. I can't help you there. Yep. Blanco. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Cappy. Anyway, back to Darvin Ham. In enviable position. Right. But I just want to say that, you know, these these jobs, George, there are a finite number of them. There are. And when you get an opportunity. Excellent usage of the word finite. Thank you so much. When you have an opportunity to become a head coach, if you gave me the head coaching job of the Sacramento Kings, I'd be like, we are not going to win, and I'm going to do my best job, and hopefully they'll fire me and they'll pay me a lot of money on the way out the door. They will. But the fact of the matter is, um, you're asking me to coach the Lakers and LeBron James and Anthony Davis, I'll take that job all day. So, yeah, it kind of sucks that he's got to deal with all the the personality management that he's got to deal with, but I actually think Darvin Ham, one thing I thought he did a great job yesterday... I don't have time for people's feelings. I mean, did you see that quote? No, I heard. I mean, yeah, I heard it. I didn't need to read it. I saw yeah. when he said it. Yeah, dude. He's like, hey, I ain't got no time for people's feelings here. You want you me know? to play it? Yeah, let's hear it. We don't have time for feelings. So people to be in their feelings like we're trying to turn this thing around. Some tough losses, but I'd be much more concerned if I was sitting here and we've just had an array of blowouts just getting totally ran off the floor. You can see the improvements. You can see us getting better in different areas. And so for one person 
to be in their feelings about when and where and how they should be in the game. I don't have any time for that. Me I ain't neither. got time for that. I don't Me blame neither. him either. By no. the way, Cappy, you were right. With regards to? Si, CDMX. Ciudad de Mexico. No See? longer DF. They dropped the DF, so I was wrong, mother Wow. Wow. Hey, I, I'm with I'm with Darvin Ham here. Not only does he not have time to be worrying about Russ's ego and when he's in and when he's not in, yeah. but George, you know, we've had a lot of conversation about what position Anthony Davis should play versus what position Anthony Davis wants to play. Um, well, he's been playing center a lot under Darvin Ham and and playing it quite well. Yes. I will I will say this: their defense it, has been fine through three games. As long as Anthony Davis can stay healthy, and we, that's obviously a big if. Yeah. But you talk about yesterday's game: mm-hmm. dunks in the paint, yeah. running the floor, blocking shots, mm-hmm. um, emotional on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is. We're, I believe that we're starting to see the Anthony Davis that all of us wanted to see, yeah. that we were concerned we were never going to see again. I thought Anthony Davis played a great game yesterday. I did, too. I thought LeBron played a really good game yesterday. Yeah, but everybody's just going to focus in on one guy. Well, I mean, I kind of get it. Well, what, can but, I ask but, everybody but, a question? But, what what let would me you want him to do? Yeah, let go me, ahead. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. The Lakers made a big bet, okay? Mm-hmm. They made a calculated risk that they did not trade Russell Westbrook this offseason because they didn't, according to Rob Palenka, we're not going to make a trade just to make a trade. We have these assets. We have one shot at this, which I totally understood. And the the unspoken thing was, well, you know, people are going to tank or whatever. And even though tanking is less of a thing now in the NBA because the top four teams all have the same percentage and then five through nine also have very like good percentages now. So it's not like it was even a few years ago before they changed that rule, like three or four years ago. But the assumption was, well, when Banyana, you know, teams are going to try to be out of it, blah, blah, blah. And we'll, it, Russ will increase his value because we'll be able to make it work with Darvin, yada, yada. Well, that has completely gone out the door through three games because if anything, he has torpedoed his value at least through three games. Well, because here's the reality. He cannot shoot. Correct. That, that's just it. He can pass. He can run the floor. But he's not even he's not even hitting layups at the same pace no, he used to. He, that's it. Listen, I don't know the stats on that, but I can no, just no, see they're with much, my. They're much lower than they used to be. All I need to do is see it with my own eyes. Where yeah. he's driving the lane and yeah. he can't put the ball in the hoop. He is killing his value because my man cannot hit the side of a barn. Or as LeBron said, as a team, not referring to Russ, he said, "We can't throw a penny in the ocean." That too. Yeah. Um, Russ cannot shoot. But but here's the thing. I want to ask everybody, what shoot? What would you do if you were in Russ's shoes? What would you say? Hey, um, I so, wouldn't uh, shoot. Well, that's that's a good start. Go to I the mean, basket. Move the you, ball. Yeah, I mean, what do you screens. want to do? You, roll you to want, the basket. Do you, do you want him to just like say, "Hey guys, I quit"? No, roll to the basket. Set screens. Pass the ball. He's a pretty decent passer. He can, even though he's not finishing the way he used to, he can finish. He still can finish better than he shoots. That's for sure. If he just played a guard version of the Draymond role on offense, distributor, you know, high, you know, quick tempo, running the floor, setting screens, rolling to the basket, doing the little stuff that at this stage of his career it might be better suited for him to do, then I think they'd be in better shape. You know that old phrase they tell a shooter, just keep shooting, you'll shoot your way yeah, out of it. Yeah, but he's not a he's never no, been a shooter. No, no, in this case you just tell him, "Hey, hey, 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 you're on the floor, but don't ever shoot." Pass, defend, run. Do not shoot. Give the ball to LeBron. 
What if LeBron's not in the game? I don't know. Give it to somebody else. Well, here's what I'll say. Coming up next, there there's only a couple of options here, and I want to get into what those options are with Russ. We'll tackle that on the other side. Stick around. We're back in two minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Oh, Nicki Minaj. You like Nicki Minaj, Cappy? I do like Nicki Minaj. By the way, uh, Mark Cates, who I also like, just ran in here with free Jersey Mike's uh, <laughs> like gift cards or whatever. Nice, nice. <laughs> to hey, make Mark up for Cates. the Dave's hot chicken. Hey, Mark Cates, I, I was talking to him off air, and I was asking him about the New York City Marathon that he's about to run, mm-hmm. and he's doing it. He's raising money for the Alzheimer's Foundation. And so um, that makes it an even Great better cause, story yeah. for me, you know? Yeah. I love that. Way to go, Katesy. Rooting you on, buddy. Yeah. Oh, he is? Thank you. Yeah, appreciate oh, it. Thanks. Cap. Yeah. What's the uh, What's the reason with uh, with Alzheimer's? I'm just curious. Uh, so my dad actually uh, he passed a couple years back. We're on the three year anniversary of that, so it hits close to home. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if you you know it's it's brutal for how if millions, people would like to can can people donate and follow? I mean, do you have a they, link or something? They, well, they can. Maybe it's on my Instagram. Do I have to like unlock my instagram to do that and then how about if you just give it to me and sedano and we'll actually tweet it out there and we'll i mean this will be tomorrow for me because i'm not back in the community yet but when i do rejoin um i'm sure everybody would really like to have the opportunity to donate and to you know everybody puts in five bucks ten bucks you'll you'll help you know raise a lot of money sure that'd be fantastic 100 percent. what's the weather supposed to be like in a couple weeks there well so i'm i'm now tracking the weather and the thing about new york is it could be anywhere from yeah quickly like freezing cold snow or wind, or it could even get into like the upper 70s, low 80s. Right. So, could also be wet, you yeah, know, it could rain. Yeah. 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 I would prefer. Yes, we know. Like Southern 60, California yeah. guy wants it yeah, to be good luck nice with and that. warm and sunny skies. November we get it. 60 in New York. I know. No I know. The wind is because you run up and down those bridges. Yeah. So the wind is going to be a thing. Howling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, good luck, buddy. And thank you for the appreciate Jersey it, Mike boys, stuff. Appreciate it. You ever done a marathon? Uh, I've done uh, three LAs. Okay, got it. There you go. But it's been a bit. I have not done a marathon uh, since uh, my age starts with a five. Yeah, so we'll see I how don't know goes. if you've heard, but Cabby's done an Ironman. No. He has? Yeah. Congratulations, man. Yeah, it's That's been a while, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, it's so good. He was in amazing shape back then. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'll tell you what, I was, I was not in amazing shape um, two years ago. I did an event called an Off the Couch Ironman. Kate, you'll love this. You okay. ready? Sure. No training at all. You do a um, a one mile swim rather than the two. Okay, brutal. a one hundred and thirty mile bike ride rather than the hundred miles or whatever it is, mm. and then um, rather than a twenty six mile run, it was like a six mile run. So you got the hundred and forty point whatever Oof. number, but you did it in different. But the hundred and thirty mile bike ride killed me. Just killed me. Oh, my ass would hurt so much. Uh, but oh, dude. And by the way, yeah. remember, no training. This is off the That's couch. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. I'll give you one last thing. You can put this on your bucket list as well. I heard you say New York's on it. Are you familiar with the Goggins 4x4x48? I am, and I, I was going to do it about a year ago um, with a bunch of buddies of mine that all did it. So, George, you'll love this. You ready? Yeah. You run four miles every four hours for 48 hours. 
So, um, and and so James Blake, the tennis player who's now an ESPN commentator, is a neighbor of mine. He's like, dude, you're doing this with me, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think I am. Actually, I don't think I'm doing that. And I, get I didn't the first three or four of them, but four in the morning. Yeah, no. David yeah. Goggins is an amazing oh, yeah. guy. I don't know if you've ever met him or not. Yeah. Um, no. Dave, do you know who that is, George? No, no idea. David Goggins is yeah. a guy who was a Navy SEAL, but he doesn't. The demographics don't really work for him. He's an African American guy. He was a really big, heavy set guy, football player kind of body, mm-hmm. and he became a Navy SEAL. And oh, there's just too much of this story for me to even get into. But if you follow David Goggins, he does all kinds of crazy stuff. He set the world record for like pull-ups in 24 hours, like thousands and thousands of pull-ups. Hands are all bloody and disgusting. He's done all these ultra marathons, hundred plus mile runs. David pull-ups. Goggins is incredible. Pull-ups my least favorite uh, exercise. Yeah, Goggins is amazing. When Goggins was doing those pull-ups, he he when he runs, he doesn't listen to any music. But when he was going for the pull-up record, you know the theme of Rocky. When yeah, he's yeah. training. He listened to that two-minute theme of Rocky for 17 hours straight. Oh, my God. Yeah, that guy's yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah I've known nuts. Goggins yep. for a long time, Mark. A long time. Well, All right, we'll, Kate, talk, we'll talk about that. good luck, pal. Thank you so much, guys. You got it. Yep. Yeah, get us that link so we can share it with everybody. Yeah. So, Cappy. Yes, sir. Our guy, Kendrick Perkins. Love Perk. Carry now, the hell on. He, You know, he played with Russ. And he, he's got a suggestion for this situation. And I, you know, it is the nuclear option of these situations. Okay, because mm-hmm. again, the Lakers made a bet, and it's turned out at least through three games, it's a poor one with potentially his his uh, like you know, they'll be able to get more for him, right? Like they'll they'll increase his value. So Kendrick Perkins today on NBA Today today had this to say about this whole Russ Lakers situation. Now all of a sudden you hear Garvin Ham saying we don't have time for people being in their feelings because he could feel the energy when Russell Westbrook wasn't in the game. He could feel the energy that's around the locker room right now. And the solution of the problem, I hate to say it, is you have to send him home until you find another destination for Russell Westbrook. Because in my opinion, if Russell Westbrook wasn't on the floor, the Lakers would have won that basketball game. Um, um, wow. I, yeah, I, I don't think that's the answer, um, only because I think that torpedoes his value even further. You know what, George? Listen, if you're a baseball team and you but, sign but a guy... Quick, can I jump yeah. back in real quick? Yeah. Tag you in. Um, I get what Perk is trying to say. In theory, mm-hmm. they would w- I, they would have won that game without Russ, in my estimation. Russ checked out with 3.33 to go in the third quarter and didn't come back till the 4.45 mark. When he left... In the third quarter, they were mm-hmm. down two. When he came back, they were up seven. Mm-hmm. And then the complete implosion happened at the 156 mark where everything snowballed on them from that point on. And so I get what he's saying, but you just can't do that because then you really are – he has no value at that Okay, point. but let, let's just talk about this from that perspective for a second here. If you were a baseball team and you signed a guy, yeah. right, and after a while you decided, you know what, this guy is just no good anymore, he can't play. And we can't find any trade partner, but you know what? We can't have him on the team anymore. When you cut him, you're still paying him, right? We all kind of get Correct. the way baseball yeah. works, right? Yeah. Think of this like a baseball player rather than a basketball player for a minute. If I said to you, I guarantee you 100% the Lakers are significantly better without Russell Westbrook, would you want him gone from the team? I mean, I don't think they would be significantly better. But I think they'd be better. Okay. If I said to you, look, 
Our options are A, trade him, can't find a dance partner, or B, tell him to leave. And we'll pay him, and we'll suck it up, and we'll just have to deal so with you're the So you're not going to get anything for him? I'm, this is what I'm getting at. If I knew for sure that his energy in practice, in the locker room, is so negative, and if I know that everybody is kowtowing to him and his ego, and everybody's walking on eggshells, and everybody is like trying to satisfy him, we're not focusing on winning, we're focusing on keeping him quiet. And I would rather, I'm kind of with Perk here, we're three games in. George, I've heard you say a hundred times, 10 games, 20 games, if they can't do it in 20 games, they may trade him, they may send him home. It's three games. Nothing has changed other than a coach who's not afraid of him. What happened to it's only three games? Well, that was earlier in the show. Yeah, oh. Yeah, yeah, it was earlier in the show. What I'm getting at is you might be better off just telling him, Russ, goodbye. You, you work the phones, you try and trade him. By the way, maybe him not playing increases his trade value because we don't have to see him miss shots all game long. Mm. But if I knew for sure that he is a chemistry issue for my club and I can't have this anymore, I'd rather just pay him the money to not, to not even be on the team and then let everybody lose that weight on their shoulders of, Oh my God, I got to be careful with what I say because Russ might get upset. Oh my God, I got to get him back in the game because if not, Russ is going to be all upset after the game. If I knew for sure that getting rid of him meant we're better, I'd just get rid of him. Yeah, but I just don't think you're going to get better like the way you need to get better. Like if you're trading him, you need to use that salary to get something to help you be more formidable in the Western Conference. You can't just do it and just be like, all right, we're going to roll with. Pat Bev and uh, Dennis Schroeder when he comes back, and that's the team. Okay, because you still I haven't solved your biggest problem, which is, dis- well, your second biggest problem, because clearly the Russell situation is the biggest problem, unfortunately for him. Um, but the second biggest problem is you can't shoot, right? So you still haven't addressed that. Right, And the only way you true. can address that is with his $47 million. Well, but, but let's just say, let's just play this out for a second. Mm-hmm. Hypothetical, you ready? Yeah. I legitimately cannot find anybody that will trade for him. In fact, the rest of the NBA is laughing at us, and no one's going to trade for him because no one wants his salary, no one wants his energy. No, but that new team can just be like, we're trading for you, and then you don't have to show up. Don't worry about it. Okay. That team can do it because that team is doing it literally to absorb his salary to just give them flexibility next season. That's but, all but, they're doing it for. But just hypothetical. Yeah. You cannot find anybody to take him. Okay. Hi- hypothetical, okay? yes. Cannot find anybody to take right. the man. Yeah. Then Would if you re- that's the case, then you send him home. Okay. That's that's where I think this thing ultimately ends right. up. Right. I just don't think that's going to be the case. I think there will be someone that will want that salary because they'll want some flexibility. I just really feel like... Which, by uh, the way, could be Charlotte. Maybe. I mean, Gordon Hayward, Terry Rozier... Both those guys are good players. I still feel like the Lakers would have way too many guards, like small guards on their team to, for me to love them in regards to like being like a real contender. But they'd be better as long as, I mean, Hayward is a sack full of injuries, but I mean, you think AD's never, never plays. But I mean, at least Hayward fills a need and Rozier fills a need. They both can shoot the bleep and bleepity bleep out of the ball. Well, we need guys that can shoot the bleepity bleep out of the ball. Yeah. Because right now we got a bunch of bleepity bleeps who can't shoot bleepity bleep. That's fair. They're in bleepity bleeping, uh, you know, purgatory at the moment. Just telling you right now, man, that there, there's the 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 ego, yeah, and the attitude, yeah, is like a weight. It's like a black cloud over the entire team. Yeah, and I honestly think 
you'd be better off just getting rid of the guy. N- it doesn't matter how. I think it would lift the pressure off everybody. Yeah. That's what I think. By the way, did the Raiders lift the pressure off themselves after getting another win this weekend and this soft schedule in theory that's coming up, Saints, Jaguars, Colts, Broncos? Perhaps they did. I mean, don't count them out yet. I mean, here's the thing, though. What we always think is an easy schedule in the NFL doesn't always turn out to be an easy schedule. And what we always think is a really good division doesn't always turn into a really good division. Right. Let's touch on that at around like 545. Um, But we got Radio Tinder coming up next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks, Christopher. I love that song. I just want that song to play in the background of my life. But, you know, I don't know if it's funny enough for that. It's a good song. It's a great theme. Probably it would work the for Cappy, themes. for sure. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's, it's like I walk around and I hear it. And just like every little thing that happens to me, I'm like, oh, hey, another thing. That is, it's perfect All right, so the Astros eliminated the Yankees last night from the postseason, which I was pretty happy about, sweeping them in four games. I know everyone around here hates the Astros, but I probably hate the Yankees more because, you know, they eliminated my Gardos. But anyway, uh, reporters, of course, immediately wanted to ask Aaron Judge about his future, and his answer did not sound like that of someone who plans on sticking around in New York. Here's what he said. Yeah, I've, you know, been clear about that, you know, since I first wore the pinstripes, but, you know, we couldn't get something done before spring training, and, you know, I'm a free agent, we'll see what happens. Do you guys think that Aaron Judge will sign a new contract with the Yankees? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? I do. I think at the end of the day, they're going to pay him everything in the world to keep him. So, I mean, listen, the Dodgers should take advantage because clearly he's being... I would do the same thing he's doing. I would act like I'm not coming back to see how much money I can garner in the open market right? and and work that angle. But I, if, if I had to guess, I'd be stunned if he wasn't back with the Yankees. Yeah, see, I feel the same way. I feel like like the smart thing to do is kind of what Charles Barkley did. Act like you're going to retire. Talk to somebody else who's courting you. Yeah. And if I'm Aaron Judge, it's exactly what I do. If my hometown San Francisco Giants are going to come after me, great. Let them raise the price. And for me to act like, eh, I don't, I, I'm not obsessed with being a Yankee for life. Nah, I don't really care that much. Um, play that card because they are going to open the bank to keep you. Yeah, it's what I'm going to do. My contract's up at the end of February, so you know. Really? You, oh. Let me hear. Let me hear how you're going to play it. I don't know. We'll figure it out. George, you want to stay at ESPN? I mean, yeah, I love ESPN. You know, they gave me, you know, I mean, it was my dream to work here. But, you know, I mean, I think I have to do what's best for my family and at least see what the options are that are available to me and my family. Hear that? See, that's how you do it. That's what you do right there. What if Liv offered you $10 million? Would you take it? Not Liv. I wouldn't go there. 
I would. Not even for twenty million. Nope. Fifty. I would. Nope. I would. Nope. Cap, you do it for a million, right? Nope. Not a million, but fifty Five? million sold. Five million, ten million. What would you do it for, Cap? Um, if you said to me, "Hey, we need you to uh, to be kind of the uh, goofier golf commentator kind of guy that's not too overly serious, and we'll pay you ten million bucks," I'm like, "Hey, I gotta go, guys. See ya." All right, you heard it here no first, folks. Dono and Beto. Then at that point, <laughs> I had no problem with that. Gabby will be on the live tour on YouTube. Speaking right. of uh, not even on YouTube, I don't think I just be on their website. Yeah, really. Oh, aren't yeah. they on YouTube though? I think they, I, I think know. they are on YouTube. But then there was like this thing with YouTube, and yeah, we'll see. We'll really? see what happens there. There was, but I think they figured it out. No. All right. So speaking of old guys, Tom Brady and the Bucks have lost four of their past five games, and yesterday's loss to the lowly Panthers Woo! and their third string quarterback was especially brutal. Yep. Just yeah. want to make a comment that... P.J. Walker, right, yep, is his PJ, name? P.J. Walker. Look, shouts out to him that he's making an NFL career out of this. He's played a couple games because of injury and whatnot over there. Dude played in the XFL. He's hustling. Shout out to that guy, but that is a bad loss. For Anybody know where he went to college? I don't know. Me neither. And that's my point. Is like I've never heard of P.J. Walker before, ever. Yeah. Well, it's funny that... Uh, now you know him. As soon as, as soon as Baker Mayfield's gone, then the Panthers start winning games. Just want to say... Anyway, uh, of course, there's Brady's age and then the whole thing with his potential reported imminent divorce that very well could be factoring into his unrecognizable play this season. But in the past three games, Brady has completed 57 of 89 passes. That's 64% completion rate at 5.98 yards per attempt. For Brady, that is just not good. It marks the first time since December of 2019 that he had three straight games that averaged a completion rate lower than 65%. So, again, just not good for Tom Brady. Do you guys think we're seeing the end of Tom Brady as we know it? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? Swipe right. Yeah, I think this is it. I think that the reason Tom Brady kept coming back is because every year he would look at himself and go, why am I retiring? I'm still playing really great. I mean, two years ago it was, hey, I won a Super Bowl. Last year it was, hey, I got my team into the playoffs and we, we had this great comeback and the Rams wound up beating us and they went on to win the Super Bowl. I'm 45 years old. I'm still in great shape. I still have desire to play. I don't really want to be home with my wife and kids. So I'm going back. But now when you look like your skills have deteriorated the way his do, this is when you look in the mirror and you go, I'm done. We're not going to win. I'm not going to you know, come close to another Super Bowl. I'm done. I think this is it. It's over. Yeah, it's. I mean, I said it. I said it on national TV today on Around the Horn, and they they tweeted it too. Like, so Tommy's going to see that. All the. I mean, if, if he would have, if he would have, if still played for the Patriots, there would have been a ton of backlash because the Boston fans would have gone nuts. But now they don't. I don't feel like they care as much anymore. They're like they're all in on Billy Zappy or whatever his name is. Is that his name? Billy Bailey. Bailey. Bailey yeah, him. Uh, they're all in on Bailey Zappy right now. Like they, well, uh, Tommy's like you know in the past, and they thank him, and that's it. They move yeah. forward. And the, the other quarterback that we were just talking about, the kid from Carolina, the reason none of us ever heard of him, yeah. yeah, played at Temple. Oh, there you go. Do you know where Bailey Zappi played? I do. Uh, Western Kentucky. Yeah, Hilltoppers. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine, though, if Tom Brady would have just stayed retired? Like, this completely, don't don't you think this, like, tarnishes his legacy? First of all, he might still be married. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah. He might still have his family, allegedly. Yeah. I Look, man, I don't know about you, man, but, like, I'm the type... I don't know, man. Like, I am very career-oriented, okay? I have made a lot of sacrifices to do what we do. I think that, Cappy, you've done the same, right? Everyone here has done the same. It's not... Every, like, everyone just hears, like, feels like the... Like, sees the fruits uh, of the business, but doesn't see, like, the 
the hard work that goes into it. Everybody thinks this stuff is easy, and it's not. It's a lot of stuff, and there's a lot of crap you deal with, and political stuff or whatever. It's not hard work by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not trying to compare it to that. But what I would say is none of that would be worth my family. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and it goes to show you that where he was, and I feel like I don't want, I don't, I don't wish this upon him, but I think at some point he's going to look back and go, man, that was a really big mistake I made. I don't know, man. I'm not really sure that um, his playing football, again, I have no insight into this, but I'm not so sure that his playing football is the reason. I got to think that there's got to be some other problems somewhere along no, the way. I'm not saying it's not that there's not more than that, but his wife for years has been saying that football has been getting in the way. It's a snowball effect. Yeah. Like, because it, it affects, you know, like him and his, him not being there and his kids. And she yeah. put her whole, she was the biggest supermodel in the world and she put her Dude, whole career I, on hold. I, I miss Christmas. Every year with my kids, but I do my best to celebrate Christmas Eve with them instead or like, you know, one, one there have been a couple years where I've had to do it the 26th, but I make the time for it. Like Tom Brady, I don't know what his situation is, but he's missing a lot more time than I am. And I'm just going to do a couple basketball games here and there. Yeah, you know? I know my family would always get so frustrated with me. Every year I'd be in Dallas for Thanksgiving. They're like, why are you going to Dallas? I'm like, there's a big football game. They're like, but it's Thanksgiving. I'm like, eh, that's, well, we'll have turkey tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, I remember my dad always missed Thanksgiving when he was the Browns radio engineer, and he missed Christmas one year. There's only one year that they played on Christmas that he missed, but I remember how bad that sucked. So yeah. I can't imagine. Like, but you got But you have to have a partner or family that understands it. And clearly, I mean, from the outside looking in, without getting too deep into it, it seems like that was a problem. You know, like for a long time now. Like yeah. I'm not speaking out of turn because those are I'm I'm using her words as the example, you know. Yeah. All right. Last one, really quick here. So Apple is matching its wave of software updates with a not so pleasant price hike. Oh. The company has raised the prices of Apple Music and Apple TV Plus. Music now costs eleven dollars per month for yeah. individual plans. It used to be nine ninety nine, right? Yep. Yeah. So it's up from ten dollars to eleven. Yeah. And what's Apple TV? Uh, Apple TV, it start. It was five dollars per month. Now right. it's seven dollars per month. Eh. Mm-hmm. So Good instead bucks. of asking you guys to swipe on this, I want to know yeah. roughly Cappy, how much. Do you, do you still have Apple TV? Well, remember I oh, thought I had Apple TV. For it, or you're, but you know. I, yeah, I, I, but I guess I never really did have oh. it. Yeah. He couldn't figure it out. Remember the password <laughs> right. thing, and then they got right. locked out, and then he couldn't oh. reset it. Okay, so roughly, how much do you guys think that you spend monthly on all your different streaming entertainment services combined? Does that include um, Does that include like your Wi-Fi as well, or are no, you talking just, just, just streaming? Like, just like Netflix, Apple TV, and Hulu, all that stuff. How much do you think that you spend? I would say I'm probably good for about thirty dollars. I would think because I'm just wow. thinking. Yeah, I'm at like forty. Yeah, I'm thinking Netflix. I've got Hulu. I use somebody else's account. YouTube TV. I use somebody else's account. Probably shouldn't say that too loud anymore. Um, let's. Well, I mean, really, is that a problem? They're gonna get you. Well, yeah, Netflix. They are? They're gonna start charging people an extra like three bucks for the sharing screens. Yeah, okay, they're gonna get you. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Disney Plus. I have. I pay for. Yeah, but you're, you're not any- bundled. I see. No, I made the mistake get of getting Disney Plus, and then I I've never bundled it. and I need to bundle it. Yeah, go get go get the bundle, bro. I know. I need to bundle. I feel like I spend like seventy bucks, but I don't. 70? I don't have cable though. Oh, because yeah. I have like. I have, well, I spend a ton on cable. Well, that's my problem. Also, is that I've got cable. I mean, Directv's hit. Well, but Directv's also hitting me up. This also includes like I get all the channels. Plus, I'm got the baseball package, the football package, the basketball package. Well, that just reminded me, you know, I've got the NFL app and I use the NFL app on Sundays for Red Zone on my phone so that if I'm out and about, I can watch wherever I'm at. And that's probably another 40 bucks. So, I mean, I don't know, Linz. I'm 
I feel like I'm probably when you add cable and Wi-Fi and all the streaming services, I might be in the three fifty to four hundred range, which is what? You know, um, yeah, I feel like that was the whole. Well, if you part. count the cable part of it, I pay That's like two hundred bucks a month. I was gonna say almost. cable's expensive. I huh? almost pay like two hundred bucks a month in Directv, Dude, with, and that includes my... all those. Again, NFL Sunday ticket, Red Zone, yeah. basketball, League Pass, baseball, MLB innings or whatever, extra innings, all that stuff. So yeah. real What's quick, r- I know we have to break, but I saw this tweet that the, the Clippers tweeted out, and it was like, introducing Clipper vision. Yeah, with, they have Balmer vision, too, yeah, like Balmer cast or so something. So it's yeah. 200 bucks a season, and you can watch the Clippers games without any cable subscription. There's no blackouts or anything. Yeah. 200 bucks for the season. I feel like that's really high, isn't it? Um, I, mean, I, I, I mean, I guess eighty-two um, games, and you're guaranteed to see every game by streaming. Me, and, and, and they've an got alternative of, broadcasts, and they've got them in different languages. Okay, because I mean, me as an out-of-market Cavaliers fan, I pay. I think it's ten bucks a month just to be able to watch the Cavs games from NBA TV. Right. So I feel like I understand there's the whole local market blackout thing, which I right. guess you know that's the problem may change. But two hundred dollars—that's a lot of money just to be able to watch your team. I would imagine well, much they, cheaper than buying season tickets. It is true. Not for not as much for the Clippers, but okay. Although Clippers season tickets are not cheap anymore. Yeah, you're right. Wait until they get to their new arena. Yeah, and it's really going to be expensive. Ish adjacent. All right, that is uh, Radio Tinder each and every day at five thirty. All right, coming up next, Cappy. Where do you want to go? Do you want? Well, go- you said you wanted to get to the Raiders, and I know. Well, we did kind of talk about it already. Yeah, but I mean, I th- we got to jump a little bit deeper into these Raiders for a little bit. Okay. I know we got a lot of Raider fans out there that like it when we talk about them. Okay, we can get into the Raiders a little bit. All right, we'll get into the Raiders a little bit. What that means? A little bit. I don't know. You'll find out in like two bit. minutes. Yeah. Shit, Anno. Yeah, come on. Come on, everybody's snapping their fingers now, right? Come on. Great song. I feel like this song played at a lot of weddings when I was a kid. I feel like it's been in a million movies, too. Well, yeah. You're not welcome anymore. I feel like I haven't heard this song in a really long time. You think I'd crumble? You think think I'd lay lay down down and die? die? Oh, no, not I. I will will survive. survive. George, you watching Monday Night Football right now? I mean, it's on. Yeah, I've got it on, too. Um, gosh, this is one of those games where I actually had just zero interest in this game. Yeah, I didn't even realize now Chicago was up 10 nothing. Yeah, me too. Same. And I just looked up at the score, and I'm like, wait a second. Chicago's up on New England, in New England. And you were saying earlier about how the uh, Patriots are, like, all in on the zappy guy, you know? And Mac Jones, after that ankle sprain a few weeks ago, he's back in and playing. And uh, so far through the first quarter, Patriots shut out. For anybody that's watching Monday Night Football. Yeah, Bailey. Well, Mac Jones is in the game. That's what I'm saying. Now, did he start this game? I think he did. I remember they were saying over the weekend he was supposed to start. No Bailey Zap. Oh, they're going to go back to the Zap man. The Zapper. Return of the Mac sign. Go happy. uh, uh, What is it? Don't worry, be Zappy. Oh, that's a good. That's a good little. Uh... That's pretty good. This uh, this guy Zappy though. I mean, I, most of us didn't see him play college football, but he passed. You're not I, watching Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. I'm not, but I believe it or not, I actually had my eye on them last year, his senior year. Why is that? Because I had a friend whose kid played on that team. So I actually called not his, but many about ten years ago, I called Sun Belt football. Really? Yeah. 
Wow. T.Y. Hilton was in the Sun Belt back in the day. Uh, Colts Pro Bowl wide receiver. Was this uh, was this like FIU, FAU, yeah. Western Kentucky, right. uh, Louisiana Monroe, Louisiana, which was Louisiana Lafayette? Um, I don't think it's Louisiana Monroe. I think it's Louisiana Monroe. Monroe. It you is hear Monroe. the difference? I mean, it's yeah. a big difference. No, you're right. right. It is Monroe. Monroe. Um, they Louisiana Monroe, by the way, the worst. <laughs> Place I've ever called a game only because of this. I'll tell you like a funny, this is the funny backwoods type story that you get when you work in this business and you're climbing the ladder trying to do stuff. And backwoods meaning Louisiana Monroe? Correct. Because it's just yeah. the middle of nowhere. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. um, their stadium, we get there and the the booth is freezing to do the game. I'm like, yo, it's like 80 degrees outside. Why is it so cold in here? Well, the air conditioner is really strong, whatever. I'm like, can we open the window? They're like, nope. And the guy grabs my hand and goes, no, you don't want to do that. And I said, <laughs> why is that? And he points. There is a wasp nest right outside of the booth. And I'm like, can we get someone to move the wasp nest? Not and, here. And they're Not- like, do you want to do it? And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> we don't have anybody to do that here at Louisiana Monroe. And I'm like, no. And they're like, all right, then you're just going to have to freeze. That's the deal. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. That's funny you say that. Uh, this past weekend, you know, that's why I was off on Friday. I went to visit my son and to go visit him and see his college football game. Uh, this is in West Liberty, West Virginia. Did you go Lindsay? to the casino Lindsay told you to go Lindsay, to? Lindsay, I didn't make it to the Wheeling, West Virginia casino. Oh, boo. Be- well, I went to downtown Wheeling to check it out. And I was like, this town looks like it's 1954 here. Oh, yeah. It's definitely like an old school. It's kind of like when I went to a Joliet, Illinois, in the middle of nowhere. Oh, that is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to a casino there. It was like a Harrah's, and I was just like, this is like a You really are a past. casino connoisseur. She is. Like, she is well, like a- so, so my friend, one of my good friends, Victor, back home, like he loves the casinos, and so when I lived in Ohio, he would always want to do these little trips to the casinos. Yeah, and so I-, I learned a lot about the casinos. I was going to go on Friday or Saturday night. I just never quite made it, and I went into downtown Wheeling, I'm like, oh my God, it's the 1950s in this town. Right. I mean, there's nothing being updated. But here's the funny part is my son's school is up at the top of this hill. So from where I was staying, which was about four miles away, took about 45 minutes to get to the school Mm -hmm. because the the roads are tiny and they're narrow and um, they're windy and it just took forever to get up there. You get up to the school, there's nothing. There's not a grocery store. There's not a restaurant. There's not a bar. There's nothing at all right. other than this school. Yeah, and um, and interesting, you were talking about th- there were bees everywhere. Now these were not the kind of bees that bit because I'm telling you, man, they were all over us all day long. Never, nobody got stung by a bee. Wow. But uh, yeah, little teeny tiny college football, man. Uh, your team win? Uh, no, we uh, we love to lose. We oh, we're okay. I, I explained yeah. to my son. I'm like, you guys are a four and four football team. Because you're good enough to win every game, yeah. and you're bad enough to lose every game. Yeah, twenty-one, twenty-one at half, George. Yeah, forty-two, twenty-one final. Yeah. Um, now the Raiders did win this weekend. Now, do you want to know what the Raiders' wins have in common? With what? No, I'm saying the the two wins that they have. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tell me what they have in common. Derek Carr, less than thirty-five passes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Josh Jacobs, twenty carries or more. Okay, so. I think what I hear you saying is is um, running the ball and not being completely reliant on Derek Carr in the pass, mm-hmm. and chances are, without even having looked at the numbers, controlling the clock, mm-hmm. um, that's a formula for winning. Now, a- another formula for winning would be playing against Houston and Denver every week because they're not good football teams. Mm-hmm. 
But they did play a good game against Kansas City. I mean, they only lost that game by a point. Yeah, it. they had it. They blew it. Let's face yeah. it. I mean, they got every break in that game and blew it. You know they, that all three of their losses were lost by less than 14 points combined. Yeah. Yeah, right. Because, I mean, they lost to the Chargers week one, you know, barely. Uh, the Arizona game was Arizona made this Overtime. big, crazy yeah. comeback. Yeah. yeah. Tennessee, they lost. They came back and lost by two. Mm-hmm. And then Kansas City was only a one-point loss. Here's what I'll say about the Raiders. Yeah. I know it sounds So ridiculous. let me tell you, what you're saying is they've had four good losses? No, no, oh. no, no. Uh, one good loss. Oh. And by the way, that good loss doesn't look so good anymore yeah. because the Chargers aren't very good. Yeah. But There's I'll no say, way Justin Herbert's healthy, though. That's true, yeah. but moreover, yeah. and I say that, this is what I try to explain to Excellent people all the time. usage of moreover. Thank you. Yeah, moreover and finite in the same show. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty solid today. I'm feeling very clear, yeah. you know? I will just say this, um, and yet, just as I said, I'm feeling very clear. I forgot exactly everything I was about to yep. say. Yep. Yeah, so there it goes. Um, anyway, listen, the Raiders, don't count them out quite yet. I mean, what do you mean? Here's why. They're two and four. Yeah. The schedule mm-hmm. at New Orleans, right. not very good. Not very good, but it's not like they can't pop you. No, no, no. New Orleans could beat you, but but it's not like you're playing against, you know, the Chiefs or the Bills. Right. The Jaguars actually are way better than their record. Like they have been do you want to talk about being in a lot of games? They've been in a lot of games. And they had a chance to beat the Giants they yesterday. Beaten the Giants. Right. But but again, Jacksonville. I'm not saying that it's an automatic chalk it up as a W, but, but it's a winnable it, game. Oh, no, winnable? Yes, I'll give you. The then Colts, you've got, Sam Erlinger is going to start. I mean, you you have just finally given up on this year-to-year veteran quarterback Well, I thing. mean, they should have given up after the Phillip Rivers years, but they, they got lucky with the Phillip Rivers years. Not lucky because Phillip was good, but they should have had a plan besides right. just bringing in Phillip Rivers. They should have like gone, hey, let's draft a kid. Right, let's draft somebody and have them you know, sit around for a year or two, and then we'll, we'll be ready to play them. Correct. So, so the Raiders have Indianapolis at home. Then they're at Denver and at Seattle. Now, now Denver's bad and lost at home yesterday to the Jets. Right. And Seattle Right, but is, they almost beat the Jets with their backup quarterback. Right. Um, but And, hey, listen, I think you'd rather see Russell Wilson. I, maybe, I mean, I don't know, but maybe right now. I don't know, but maybe. How about that? But, right, How about that for good. definitive that, answer? That is really, really solid. That's, yeah. that's the way to have a strong opinion. I don't know, opinion. but maybe. Yeah, it's possible. Um, then you play at Seattle, which, again... Don't think anybody really knew that Seattle was going to be in first place after seven games. Yeah, when you look at the NFC West right now, people are like, wait, Seattle's in first place? I right. think this is going wackadoodle right now. Wackadoodle is where it's going is right. Yeah. On the other hand, the AFC West, you have Kansas City, and that's what you got. Yeah, they're because, so good. Because the Chargers are not nearly as good as predicted, and George, yeah. you ta- I always try to tell everybody this, you get hyped on the Chargers in the preseason, because you look at the roster, and here we are seven games in. They're cursed. Dude, their best cornerback who they got in free agency. In an air cast. Gone. Yeah. Their, best, their, their best wide receiver's been gone for weeks. He came back yeah. yesterday. Mike Williams then, also got and, dinged up, right, right? And then yesterday, Mike Williams gets hurt. Yeah. Joey Bose Bosa's getting hurt. Yeah. Right, their top offensive lineman. This team will never be able to stay healthy and keep all these players on the field. So they're never going anywhere. Mm. So what I'm getting at is Denver's no good. The Chargers are no good. The Raiders are currently no good. But they might have a chance because of their schedule and because these other teams are not nearly as good as predicted. It don't be, count the Raiders out yet. I mean, don't count them out adjacent. I mean, because let's be real. Like, are you really expecting them? What? Like, if I told you right now, Saints, Jaguars, Colts, Broncos—three of those on the road. How many do you? How many do you need? How many do you expect them to win? I would expect them to win two. Okay. All right, two. I'll give you. But yeah. that still puts them at four and six. Yeah, but there's still seven games to go. 
Right, but those seven games aren't that easy. No, but but you're playing the Chargers at home. You're playing the Rams, who aren't as good as everybody Seahawks thought they were in the preseason. In Seattle. Yeah, you're playing New Patriots, England. who are playing better. Um, yeah, although they're getting, you know, I mean, yeah, still but early. They're going to go back to don't worry, be zappy after this. Like, this uh, is a disaster. At Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh, listen, Pittsburgh yesterday. They played Pitt- well. They could have won that game, and this is what happens when you have a rookie quarterback who throws a lot of interceptions, yeah. you know, as he's learning. Yeah. I'm and then saying, Niners and Chiefs to end the season? No, that's not good. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Good. That's not good. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, don't I'm count saying? them out yet. I see what you're saying. <sighs> All right. Don't count them out yet. Okay. Got a lot of Raider fans who tune in. I mean, I, they, I do, and I love every one of them. But what I would say is, if you think they're going to the playoffs right now... Playoffs? I, I mean, I would playoffs. Be, I mean, Stephen A. has said it right. Are y'all smoking crack? I mean... I'm talking about playoffs? I'm just trying to win a game. All right. Old school. Jim right. Mora reference. Coming up next, the Los Angeles Lakers. That was my Stephen A. version of it, the way he says it. Um... Can you fix this current situation? What can they do realistically? Let's move the page forward here. Let's get to some of that coming up, plus what you need to know next.